Welcome to Marla by the Numbers, season one of the podcast series from the International Association of Fairs and Expositions. I'm Marla Calico, president and CEO of the IAFE, and I'll be your host for this 2020 series. Today, my special guest is Joe Reynolds, CFE, of the Warren County Fair in Indianola, Iowa. Listen in to our conversation. Welcome, Joe. It's great to have you with us today on the podcast. I tell you what, it has been so fabulous to work with you these last three years as our Zone 5 director and to work with you uh, for the last several years because I remember you getting involved in the Institute of Fair Management and, and I kind of made a foopaw about the first time I visited you at your fair because I came back and identified a photo of uh, Joe Warren at the Reynolds County Fair. I ended up naming the fair after you, but you've been at the Warren County Fair in Indianola, Iowa for a long time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how you became part of that fair and what you do there? Marla, I don't remember a time at the fair um, or having the fair not in my life, I should say. Uh, my parents were involved as uh, president, secretary, buildings and grounds manager. And I'm told that I'm third or fourth generation as a fair manager because of that. Uh, I remember back to a time when uh, I was young and, and my dad would tell me to go clean the grandstand or go clean the gra- the bathrooms. And we did it without pay. There was no discussion about what we got paid. We did it because we were told to. And uh, he made me work every position from ticket taker to bathroom cleaning to parking campers to pulling weeds. At the time, I thought he was really mean. We thought uh, we thought he was he was terrible, but really he taught me how to see every aspect of all the fair, and it was really a training ground for uh, the position that I was to get later in life, which I didn't realize was coming. I actually started 41 years ago parking campers, and I still continue doing that. When I attended the Association of Iowa Fairs conference in 1982, my dad watched as as other fairs were recognized as having a fair queen. We didn't have one at the time, and he looked across the banquet table at me and said, next year we'll have a contest, and looked right at me and said, and you will run it. And once again, (laughs) there was no questions. Uh, So when my dad passed away very quickly from a a quick-moving cancer, three days before the fair, I was named acting fair manager, and that was 21 years ago, and I still am thrilled to remain the the manager of the fair. It's been a, a thrill of a lifetime. Oh, that is fabulous. And that's great. What a wonderful history of being involved with with that fair over over your lifetime and, and really the chance to be involved in all those different positions. That's amazing. It really gives you the best perspective. So tell us a little bit about um, the Warren County Fair. We know it's in Indianola, Iowa, which is just outside of Des Moines. So I would imagine it's kind of a change in community, uh, you know, what's the acreage on your grounds? How many people come to the fair? Tell us a little bit about the fair. Well, we sit on 40 acres, and we are very landlocked at this point. We do sit in, in uh, I guess, on the edge of town, but town has obviously grown up out, of, out around us. There uh, appears to be about 35,000 people that attend our fair. We are a free gate, and we have free parking. So it's a little tricky to tell that, but we're working on some creative ways to find out uh, the number of people that do attend. We have had several projects over the years to replace barns and buildings and that has a challenge on its own when we're taking more space away from valuable parking being landlocked but we're doing the best we can 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved it. It's been several years since I was able to visit with you there, but I love the visit. You've got the quintessential grandstand and you have grandstand type activities. Uh, if, if I recall, there's kind of a, a central gathering area, maybe with some food stands, picnic areas, uh, kind of in between all of the buildings and just a beautiful setting with trees too. Yes, we're hoping after some of the nasty weather we've had that we can plant some more where uh, a ground's full of some older trees, so we do need to take uh -huh. care of that. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, in all of the time that uh, that you've been involved with uh, the, the Warren County Fair, to your knowledge, the fair's always been a member of IFE, hasn't it? As long as I can remember, yes. Yeah, so with that kind of history and heritage and the willingness to commit every year with your membership dues, what are what are some of the reasons that, that it's important to you as a fair manager to be a part of the IAFE? I think a lot of it has to do primarily with being involved with, with more people that have the same passion we do and networking. And I realize IAFE is called the network for a reason, but it, but there's more to that. It it offers. Uh, I guess I go back to membership has its privileges, mm -hmm. and with with a membership, you're offered a lot of information. There are um, sessions and workshops at zone meetings at the annual IAFE conference and convention, and a lot of those casual conversations that we have with those people, um, whether it's in the hallway or over, over a beverage, are some of the most meaningful conversations and, and learning experiences that we can have. And I think that is probably one of the first and foremost reasons that our fair remains a member. Uh, size of the fair really doesn't matter. And that's one thing I like about this organization, that we all have the same challenges. Our, our budgets are uh, maybe some of them have a few more zeros or a few less zeros, but our challenges remain the same and, and we can commiserate or and share our challenges with each other. Uh, I think one other thing that my board and, and our fair looks forward to is the fairs and expos magazine uh, with articles from industry leaders and happenings that are happening at other fairs, uh, the, the who's who of, of the fair industry. And I think that keeps us all in check a little bit. I think it's also good to be a part of a greater organization, bigger than us. And we don't have to do it alone, that there are people that are working behind the scenes that know what's happening in the industry and can relate that to all fairs. And, and that allows us all to work together. There are, once again, I, I go back to networking, uh, that, that our communication has a common ground and, and there's ways to uh, join a committee and, and get a little bit more specific to drill down in, in membership. Uh, maybe your um, interest lies in, in competitions or maybe it's in, in the open class exhibits and, and just, just to be a part and that's how some of our board members have taken part uh, in in being part of the of the organization. I will say the IAFE is very inclusive, very welcoming, and the staff works incredibly hard to motivate and be innovative uh, for the fairs. 
and especially during this time of a pandemic, we we all needed that. So those are, I think, some of the top reasons that our fair remains a member. I can't imagine not having access to the information that is uh, available to all of the members. Oh, great. Thank you. And I, I appreciate that. Our staff does work really hard with the different delivery of information, trying to make sure it's timely and pertinent and, and applies to the majority of our memberships. So, uh, you know, you have been uh, serving, as I mentioned earlier, as our Zone 5 director. The IFE is governed by a board of directors, and we select eight of those directors from geographic zones in North America. And so Zone 5, which is uh, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, Illinois. Um, did I get everybody? Yeah. You got them. <laughs> um, is, is right in the heartland, has probably uh, one of the largest groups of affairs, just because it truly is in the heartland. And you've, you've been active in the zone for many years, but you were elected as the zone director. And you just finished your term here at the end of November 2020. So, Every director always says they learned something new and different by being a part of that process. What were some of the things that you learned by being a zone director? Marla, I think the biggest uh, learning experience for me was the, once again, the camaraderie, that there's always someone going through the same challenge that I was at the same time. And we all need to work together to find a solution. I, I never felt alone. I always felt that there was someone else in the industry that if I picked up that phone or sent an email that someone was always on the other end to say, um, oh, yes, that happened to me or let's figure out how to do that together to go forward. I, I do think uh, I realized by being a part of the board how well the associations work together with the We Can Work with NICA and OABA, um, the the outdoor amusement industry and, and the concessionaire industry. It, it takes a, a group of people to make this all happen because there are so many moving parts to a fair. And I realized that, that we all need to work for the greater good and, and the common goal. Um, I can't say it enough, but I think it's it's very good to be part of an organization once again, that that backs our our uh, our fares and 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 just stays on the cutting edge. I I will definitely uh, retain a lot of the knowledge and the friendship after serving on that board, but it opened my eyes to the vast budgets and and conventions and conferences and sessions that were very motivating to me as we went th through this time. Um, and that, that leads me into the Institute, thinking of, <laughs> yes. of, of the, the Institute classes. Um, I didn't necessarily, I started that before I was on the board, but I started very uh, naively, I will say, taking classes at a zone meeting. Didn't really understand what I was doing at the time, to be quite honest about it. And they ask at the end of this session to have me fill out this form <laughs> that I was there. And I remember you, Marla, saying to me afterwards, um, why don't you join and, and be a part of the Institute of Fair Management? I really had no idea what you were talking about, to be quite honest. But since you encouraged me and you're such a role model to all of us, I, I said, sure. I started attending summits, attended 
more conventions. And quite frankly, I couldn't get enough. And that led me then into community involvement, or excuse me, committee involvement. Mm -hmm. and, and and we just kept going from there. And, and once again, it, it's all about that network. It's all mm -hmm. about the people you meet. And once again, those resources from those institute classes that you know, once again, they're very gracious and give you their emails after the sessions that you know that if if something came up afterwards that you were uh, you felt very comfortable being in touch with those people yeah i i remember when you joined the institute and i remember you were part of a cohort that there were i don't know how this ended up but there were so many people in that group that you all had a name that started with j and you became the j's and you went through all of your classes together and i i, I watched some really deep friendships be deepen and, and become a part of that. And uh, you ended up with a bunch of people that you might not have ever encountered being with if it hadn't been for that opportunity. And and I know I've witnessed that that friendship, those friendships blossom over the year. I think we even had an honorary J in there. <laughs> if I, I think we had two of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was it was great. And that's it's certainly been rewarding to watch you go through that. And you've continued on taking some of the graduate classes. And I applaud you for your commitment to lifelong learning, because I think that's what also sets this industry apart is we have to always keep learning. And the Institute provides that. I, I also think um, the, the networking and especially working on the board that it removes the intimidation of where I think there are fair, smaller affairs out there that, that don't feel like they can participate or they can be a part of it. And as I told a member fair the other day, it doesn't matter how big your fair is. It's all about you and learning and taking back something new to your fair. Lar larger fairs want to learn what the smaller fairs are doing. What did they miss or what have they not done? And and smaller fairs are trying to do obviously what what larger fairs are doing. But but we're all providing the same type of event um, and want to provide the best event we can to our general mm -hmm. public. So um, I, I, th I think the serving on the board has, has taught me that that I need to be better when I'm out talking about membership um, that get involved. It doesn't matter how big your fair is. And in fact, when you're sitting in that room, no one knows the size of your fair unless you tell someone mm -hmm. because you're all just a passionate, fair-minded person when you sit in that room at that point. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I know in the time that I've been IFE, spe specifically looking at the board makeup today, I am so proud of the fact that, that we have the county fair representation that we do sitting at the table, because I know that was a perception for a long time that the governance of the association was kind of left in the hands of the large fairs. But I know out of uh, the, the group that just ended, I mean, we could talk about at least a full third of our board uh, just ending the year 2020 from small fairs and I think that was wonderful to have that group of people sitting around the table coming up with the strategic plan for our association and particularly guiding us through this this last year so it's like you said earlier it's just a matter of zeros right <laughs> we all have we all have the same issues and the same problems well well, Joe, you have been truly a leader in knocking on doors and telling other fairs about the value of membership in the IFE. And uh, you have, in fact, been recognized 
each of the last three years by Coca-Cola as part of our membership contest for getting out there and encouraging more fairs to be a member. You were number two in 2018 and then 2019 and 2020, you were the top ranking recruiter of those years. And we're glad that Coke recognized you. So when you're out there talking with a fair, what are what are the, the things, maybe the top five things that you share with them that are the ways they can make the most of their membership? Absolutely. Um, I like to have a, first off, I like to have a face-to-face conversation with them um, instead of sending a letter, but I will send a, um, a follow-up letter after we visit. Um, I will comment, Marla, on the, the fact that you said I have been at the top of the, of the uh, uh, I guess, the, the heap there with the membership contest, but really the, the winners are the fairs that joined. It, it really didn't have anything to do with me. Um, they were just willing to sit down and listen to me give this spiel about all of the, the benefits. And and I really hope that that they will remain members long term. And I try to follow through with them and, and visit with them through throughout the year to make sure that they're taking advantage of what's out there. So, so what do I talk to them about? I visit with them about... Um, the fairs and expos magazine, because that is something that they physically um, had been receiving in the mail, and they can they can physically go through there, look at it, read um, the articles from uh, their peers, industry leaders, and get the latest fair news. So that's one thing I like to tell them. The other thing I things I tell them they need to take a little initiative, and they need to spend a little time on the website to obtain the uh, the read and win ribbons, for instance, for the reading program in their schools and how to be uh, be involved with the school. And that gets your name out, not just during fair week, but the rest of, of the year. The augmented reality ag poster, the education posters, were a huge hit at our fair. And I, I hope that more of the members will take advantage of that. The library is something else that I tell them. And I think a couple fairs that I visited with when we were going through the the E. coli uh, situation there a few years back, the signage, they, they were able to go on to the site, find actual examples of signage to use. They found contract templates. They found job descriptions. That is such a valuable resource. The personalized alert system is personally one of my favorites. Because we we are then cutting edge. We get the news right as it happens. Um, involved in that too is the the activist uh, response kits. Those were fantastic when it came to uh, some situations with with different groups that that wanted to be a part of our of our fair and maybe not the way that that we would uh, uh, appreciate, but um, ways that we can respond to that. Find that fair, another personal favorite of mine. Uh, we have been able to travel to see uh, different fairs and be able to catch several on our route. So that mm-hmm. was a fun one. Um, I like to talk about the Igniter discussion board because there's really no topic that is off limits there. And several people are active on it, give their thoughts, and and that has been a, a real positive uh part of of the uh, industry, I believe. And then applying for awards. Some of them are intimidated at first, but I say a lot of you are doing things that that you're not considering that you could be recognized for. It's part of your everyday 
uh, uh, part of the fair and, and what you're doing, but a lot of those are innovative and mm -hmm. would be great to have um, uh, an application for an award. And then the other way to get people involved, I think, uh, making a most of your membership is looking into scholarships to your zone meeting, finding mm -hmm. a scholarship to the IAFE annual convention. Mm -hmm. And I know Zone 5 recently upped their number of scholarships to to send more people and and allow people the opportunity to learn. And mm -hmm. sometimes money is a factor. And if it is, these scholarships are there for you, for them. I think it's those. A... No, go, go, go ahead. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I think I think those are the, the top reasons. And, and I think one of the nicest value added pieces is the fact that the the staff at the uh, office sends a welcome packet to all the new members. And once again, it's something physical that you can you can flip through and see. I know sometimes getting on a website is tough to make the time to sit down and you don't know what you don't know. So <laughs> having that packet in, in front of you t that you can relate to and, and take your time to go through and, and look things up is, is a, a value added piece. Yeah, making sure that that, you know, I think it, it, it it holds true for everything in our life. We need to, when we become part of something new, it's not just signing on the dotted line. It's also getting engaged right off the bat, asking questions and finding out what's what's in there. You you can't just sit back. You know, I, I, I think about uh, what you said about the contest. I know I've visited a couple of county fairs over the years that they've been members, but I would go and say, that cupcake decorating contest, why didn't you put that, in, why, why, why haven't you entered that? That's a surefire winner. And they said, well, you know, I was afraid to, I didn't think it was much. And so just getting out there and, and participating, certainly it's, it's a great, great way to recognize, recognize folks. But I think you are the epitome of um, what a member should be, which is getting involved and uh, taking that first step to sign up for a committee and uh, maybe write an article for the magazine. Those are the things that really begin to get you connected because it's connections, right? At the end of the day. Absolutely. And and another thing that I did charge the, the new members with, because it can be overwhelming when you talk to a fair board and everyone hears the same message, but not everyone will be as engaging as, as we would all like. We, we'd like to mm -hmm. think that when we throw an idea out there that everyone is as excited as we are. <laughs> but I, I asked them to find one person. We all have officers. So I said, find one person that could be your, your IAFE spokesperson on your board and, and come to the meeting with something new every time that you can mm -hmm. offer and and make that personal connection with the IAFE. Um, because like you said, just being a member and signing up, it, it's it's not going to happen to you through osmosis. You really have to, to um, put yourself out there and, and, and look into it and, and make the best of it. I, I love that tip, and I've heard you. I've heard you share that with others before. Is to, to just get that one point person, and that person is the one that really, um, you know, is responsible for making sure that the fair makes the most of the membership. And I love the idea of reporting every month, bringing some some new nugget to the board meeting about what you learned from IFE. That's fantastic. <laughs> it took a little while for my board to warm up to the idea, but now they they welcome, and I think they look forward to to hearing something new that, that I can provide to them.
<laughs> well, that's fabulous. That is absolutely fabulous. Well, Joe, you have been a wonderful guest today. And again, congratulations on all the work that, that you have done for IFE, particularly the last three years serving as our zone director. I know you're not going away. You're going now one of the new members of our IFE Education Foundation on our board of trustees. And we're so glad to have your continued involvement. And my goodness, there's a committee uh, committee chairmanship ahead of you, right? Uh, coming up in 21, you're going to be the chair of what committee? I believe it's membership. <laughs> Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. We're looking for some great things. Your enthusiasm for membership is absolutely off the charts, and we appreciate all that you do. Thanks for being our guest, and we appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you, Marla. It's totally my pleasure. Thanks for joining me for Marla by the Numbers. Join us for more episodes about the fair industry and the people who are its lifeblood in season two, airing in the spring of 2021. To find out more about the IAFE and our members, please go to our website, www.fairsandexpos.com or visit our Facebook page, IAFE, the network.